This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. There's Gunslinger, which I don't know a lot about, but basically it's like the Archer, where you get to introduce firearms to your D&D campaign, which not everyone does. And there's all these expl- explanations of like what happens when you fire it, what happens when you reload it, what happens if you roll a misfire. And there's a whole price list of different kinds of um, firearms, uh, like you know a pepper box, a, a musket, a palm pistol that you can hide under your sleeve. You get some trick shots, just like the Arcane Archer or a Battlemaster does. Um, and uh, even at higher levels, some ways to like reduce the um, the uh, chance that your gun will jam. Uh, you can reload faster so that you can keep using those multi-attacks that you get but can't do as well because you're using a firearm. Um, and uh, and then the trick shots. That, that's basically what's happening there. I'm not going to go super into that because that I don't think applies at every table. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the Psy Warrior, which is from Tasha's. Uh, where basically they're they have telekinetic mind powers, um, which is kind of neat. Um, like the battle master, they're going to get their extra um, like special dice, their psionic energy dice that they can expend to do special things. And it's stuff like create a protective field, um, where it's going to reduce damage done to you. Uh, uh, the psionic strike, where it's kind of like a uh, um, a paladin's uh, divine uh, smite but instead it's a psionic strike uh and then you can have telekinetic movement where you can kind of uh if you can see something that's tiny and that's not being held um you can kind of pick it up and move it around um and not then mage hand but kind of mage hand it's kind of like mage hand yeah okay. there's minor technical differences but in practice it's probably going to act about the same way okay um level seven they gave them more where they can use it to help themselves uh jump even further um and gain a flying speed twice their walking speed until the end of the next turn uh until the end of the turn which is just them like kind of super jumping and then um, this is neo it's it's neo it's completely neo that's what they made in tasha's was they made a subclass for neo well also monk i'm just gonna say um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh basically and then you also have a telekinetic thrust where you can like shove people to the ground with your mind um you later you get resistance to psychic damage which is not super common that's kind of cool um and uh you can expend psychic energy die to get rid of being charmed or frightened um and some other things um uh your telekinesis gets better and later at level 18 you can just cast the spell telekinesis uh, and just do it. Uh, but it's only once per long rest, um, or unless you spend a psionic energy die to cast it again. So, yeah. Um, there are two more, I think. Wait, wait. I... Oh, three more. Okay, so there's one from the uh, Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide, which is Good super... old Sword Coast. Thank you, Sword Coast. Uh, that it's super specialized, the Purple Dragon Knight. They okay. have, 
they're tied to a specific order of uh, Cormian, um, Cormarian knighthood. And I think typically, I think they prefer them to be dragonborn. They don't have to be, right? So, um, so yeah, but basically uh, you do other things and they're kind of like inspiring fighters. They have a rallying cry uh, to give people, temp uh, give people hit points. Um, you have uh, become an envoy and you get new skill proficiencies like persuasion, um, animal handling, insight, that kind of stuff. Um, you get an inspiring surge. So when you use your action surge, basically one other creature within 60 feet of you, um, they get to make a melee or ranged uh, weapon attack with their reaction because they see you and they're so inspired, they're going to rally with you, right? Um, and then at 15th level, they get Bulwark, where they can basically give an ally one of their uses of Indomitable um, so that they can reroll an Intelligent oh, wow. Wisdom or Charisma saving throw. Uh, last two, Rune Knight. I'm playing a Rune Knight right now, which is awesome. They're basically inscribing their armaments and tools with runes of the giant language, um, which gives them special features. Um, and so this is very much like um, Battlemaster, but instead of like expending dice, you basically, you get a certain number of runes per level. And while you have those runes they on you, they have a passive effect. Usually you get proficiency with something. Um, and then they have an active effect, which you get to use once per short rest. And it's crazy stuff like um, when you hit someone, use the fire rune and they get fiery uh, shackles on them where they take damage and they might be restrained if they fail to save. Or the cloud rune where you can use a reaction and make a hit against, when a bad guy hits one of your friends, you can just redirect the attack to hit something else within 30 feet, even if the original attack doesn't have a range of 30 feet. So you can just use like a amazing critical from the barbarian on someone else on their side because you used your magic room, which is kind of cool. Uh, also, you get this cool thing called giant's might, where you just if you're not already large size category, you become large size category just for kicks, and you get advantage on strength checks and saves, mm -hmm. and um, once per turn you can do an extra d6 of damage just because you're beefy now. Um, you get a runic shield where you can kind of use a reaction and reduce damage. Um, later on, you, being this close to this magical radiation, you gain, um, you get taller. You <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you, you, you gain 3d4 inches of your height permanent. That, that's the whole thing that happens at level 10. And the giant's might damage increases to a deal. Huh. Yeah, so I was playing Goliath, Rune Knight, who was already like seven and a half feet tall, and then he gained an extra eight inches, and then he would go into battle with Giant's Might getting bigger and have drinking drank a potion of Giant's uh, of Giant's size of enlargement basically, and would be huge, and it was hilarious. Um, then you get better at being able to use those runes, and um, at level eighteen you can become huge whenever you use giant's might you do more damage and your reach increases by five uh, last one the samurai um samurai is really cool because what it does is um you get these little like kind of like 
focus moments where you can do extra things. So like fighting spirit uh, as a bonus action, you can give yourself advantage on the weapon attack rolls until the end of the current turn. That's all the weapon attacks. So when you have multi-attack, you get advantage on all of those things. Uh, and you gain five temporary hit points just because you did it. And that increases with your level. Uh, you uh, gain some skills as well um, and gain proficiency and wisdom saving throws, which is great. Um, and then at level 15, you gain rapid strike, uh, where when you take the attack action on your turn and have advantage in the attack roll against, against at least one of the uh, targets, which you will because of fighting spirit, you can forgo the advantage uh, on that roll to make an extra attack against that target. So instead of having double the chances to hit, you can hit double the times. <laughs> right? You just slide that different Double the money, the double side. the fun. Right. So it's not as likely to hit, but you're going to do more damage if you do hit. Um, and then uh, at level 18, if you take damage that reduces you to zero hit points and doesn't kill you outright, uh, you can use your reaction to delay falling unconscious. I can immediately <laughs> take an extra turn, interrupting the current turn. And you can still take death saves while you're still up. If but you can just, you. like, throw back a health potion at that point uh -huh. if you're still conscious and avoid the death save altogether. Right, but when the extra turn ends, you fall unconscious and you have zero hit points still. So you can basically just decide not to die yet. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> he was literally too angry to die. Um, yeah, you just could take an extra turn, which you're right. You absolutely could have a potion or whatever. But yeah, it, it's ridiculous. And that's all the subclasses. I don't care if I missed one. That was a lot of subclasses. And buckle up, guys, because we're going to do all the classes. And unless we're doing the Artificer, uh, there's a lot of them. But we're going to break this right. up, hopefully so that it's easier listening. Right. Uh, but yeah. And, and I know you're going to ask me about cheese and pine. Uh, we already did those. Wine pairings. Go well, back and listen the other, to the races. We can do the other way around. But yeah, okay. but every, every class works. <laughs> every class works. Everyone. Don't worry about it. Halfling fighters, love them. Let's do this. Yeah. Right. And I hope too, from hearing all of these different subclasses, especially, that people that were maybe a little bit put off from fighters about wanting that uniqueness or that versatility, um, you could start playing a fighter not knowing what you're doing. And by the time you get to level like 10, for example, you're yeah. going to know the game really well. And you could have chosen one of these subclasses that now you get to practice magic, right? Or you get to play with like runes or some of these really niche topics just yeah. by being a fighter yeah yeah it, it's a great because fighter grows slowly with you and there's a lot more cool things that happen on the back end and so they're not as front load as the other classes and so they're just marvelous so that is the fighter class if you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail make sure you check out the critical dice and their endless bag of dice. You can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as seven bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium, C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, -E for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. 
We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice. So make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you guys next time.